Hello, hello. Welcome to the Aligned Birth Podcast. I'm Dr. Shannon here today. I am with Doula Rachel, and we are talking about essential oils for pregnancy, labor, birth. And um, again, I'm Dr. Shannon. I don't sound like Dr. Shannon. I have a little battle of laryngitis, and uh, I feel great. I just sound wonky. And it's kind of fun because um, Rachel and I get together and we record our episodes like in batches because we've learned that we have one big chunk of time rather than small little chunks of time throughout the month. So these episodes, we don't know when the episodes are going to come out, but um, it may sound like I've had laryngitis for an entire month, (laughs) which I hope not to. But um, here we are and we're getting stuff done. And I'm excited to talk about essential oils today because um, I talk about these things in the office a little bit. Um, I like to have events at my office and I have other um, kind of experts come in and talk about things in ways. And it's just another way and a resource to support your body and to support your brain and nervous system function. Um, and I'll go into how this applies to that nervous system function in a minute, but want to go over what is an essential oil, kind of a few things to look for. It's going to be short and sweet, um, this episode. And then we have lots of different little bullet points of things during pregnancy, labor, birth, relieving pain, um, ways to use them during all of those um, processes. And then some great research articles and resources that we'll link in the show notes at the bottom. Hello, and welcome to the Aligned Birth Podcast. We are so glad you are here. I'm Dr. Shannon, a prenatal chiropractor. And I'm Rachel, a birth doula and childbirth educator, and we are the team behind the Aligned Birth Podcast. Between us, we have experienced a cesarean birth, a VBAC, hospital births, and a home birth. Our personal experiences led us to where we are today. We share a lot in common. We are friends from high school who reconnected through our work, We both changed career paths after the births of our own children. We light up when talking about health and birth, and we are both moms to two young boys. This podcast was created to share conversations and interviews about topics from pregnancy and birth to motherhood and the importance of a healthy body and mind through it all. Our goal is to bring you fun, interesting, and helpful conversations that excite you and make you want to learn more. We believe that when you are aligned in body, mind, and your intuition, you can conquer anything. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, Rachel. Hi, Dr. Shannon. I love the way you sound. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It's kind of sexy. No. Um, No. It's just, yeah, it's weird. It's fun. So we're rolling with it. We're rolling with it. And I love just, you know, we're being, you know, transparent. We do. Batch recording is the best thing that ever happened for us. Uh, So I I have no problem sharing that. Anyone listening who wants to make a podcast, definitely recommend it. It's awesome. And it helps us. Make the most of our time. Yeah, it makes the most of our time. I know. We're on episode three right now. Yeah. of recording. I know. <laughs> and I always look forward to these days because it's when I get 
time this you know extended time with you so anyways i'm super excited to be talking about essential oils today i use them in my life i share them with my clients i was in your office this past weekend and it smelled delightful as soon as i walked mm-hmm. in i was just like i felt calm and i felt energy and i felt refreshed and i was like what office normally smells like this so you're rocking it over there yes and that's a good segue because i want to define um what is an essential oil And just a few little things, how I look at it from a little bit of that nervous system um, standpoint and how it interacts with that. Um, So essential oils, basically compounds extracted from plants. They kind of take the essence, the the scent and the flavor of these plants. And each one has its own aromatic um, compound and characteristical essence to itself. Um, They're obtained through distillation or cold pressing. And... um, you know, some key things to look for, you do want to make sure they're pure, authentic, and genuine. So just really, you know, look at where you're, you're getting them from, but they're most commonly used aromatically. So where you are breathing them in. And what's so cool about that is that inhaling them can stimulate areas of the limbic system. So kind of going straight to the brain, you know how you can sense can always bring those memories back, right? I don't know if you feel that mm-hmm. way, but if you smell Very certain much. things. Songs kind of do that for me too, like auditory things, but scent as well. And so if you know you're smelling something and it is, it you know, brings you back to a time of calm and peace, well then that can be transferred and translated into how the nervous system is is responding to it. And so that's where I think these can come um and play a part in kind of that pregnancy, labor, and birth. There's ways to do it safely, though, as well, too. So here's our disclaimer. Um, Take the information from here and bring it to your medical providers and go over the questions that you have. This is not intended to be any sort of, you know, medical advice. I want it to be more of uh, you jot some notes down and say, hey, that's interesting. I want to do some more research. I want to bring this to my medical providers and see if there's some ways that I can incorporate some of these essential oils if I'm wanting to have more of that calming um, birth experience. Yeah. And just... Another part of that disclaimer is, you know, this is not recommended to ingest any essential oils and to always dilute your essential oil when applying topically. Um, Diffusing is one of the best, safest ways to um, use essential oils. um, And that's our recommendations. And I echo what Dr. Shannon did uh, said about checking with your care provider and following all the, you know, right dosing and recommendations from the essential oil manufacturer, whichever one you purchase. Um, So yeah, always just, you know, being aware of how to safely use the products and doing what's best for you. I do want to speak a little bit to what you said about smell and memory and how like automatically it can like affect your brain. And I, so for me, when I smell artificial scents, high sensitivity to artificial scent. So like candle aisle at Target is instant headache. Um, Like if I walk into a store and they have artificial scents going, either like the things you plug into the outlet or candles that have artificial scents in them, it is like an instant headache for me. If I enter a room and it has oils, essential oils being diffused, I have a different, completely different 
physiological response. Like I feel at ease. I feel safe. I feel either like maybe I'm like at a spa or I feel like I'm at home or I feel relaxed. It is based on whatever they're diffusing. I literally can feel the difference. And so for me, I'm like, that's a telltale sign. Like my body knows the artificial scent and that is like no bueno for my body and my brain. And it's trigger. It says you, it gives me a headache. So to me, that's the sign of like, you don't need that. Whereas the essential oil, I have a very different response to. And so for me, that's the real life experience of like, oh, you know, it's obviously not the solution to all my problems, but it definitely is like a sign that it is good for me. <laughs> no, I agree with that too. You know, in line with that, some people have the headache. Mine, it's real like strong and pungent. I feel like sometimes like it's just, it's too intense. And I feel like sometimes those essential oils, yes, they can be intense. So you have to be careful with that, but it's, is different when you get that chemical kind of smell. Mm -hmm. But then also it can be a respiratory um, irritant to people as well. Some mm. of those chemical scents and smells. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. thinking of that, that's why, yeah, I do. Um, I like those essential oils a little bit um, more so than some of those chemical smells. We talked about, um, yes, aromatically is where they're typically used and are diffused within a diffuser. Um, you can also do them topically. I do like to wear them topically as well. I have like little bracelets that have the lava beads and I like those because I like to put a few drops on it. And so every once in a while I'll get a whiff of it and I'm like, ah, calm, peace, that type of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But again, topically they do need to be diluted. So I personally really like fractionated coconut oil because mm -hmm. it's, it's coconut oil. It's just in a liquid form at room temperature. I don't mm -hmm. know how they do that, but it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just a very easy one to dilute in and typically doesn't cause the skin irritants. However, you again need to discuss that with care providers. And um, there's lots of different oils you can use. You can use rose oil. Like, I mean, lots of different carrier oils you can use. Um, yeah. Like all, you can do like a, like almond, almond oil. Mm -hmm. um, and there's another nut oil. I thought um, there's even evening primrose oil. We'll primrose talk about that oil. in a minute. Too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That like you can use to dilute it. But yeah. If you have any sort of skin irritation after trying it, definitely, you know, don't do that again. Um, but you have a less likely chance of having a skin irritation when you dilute it and use a safe carrier oil. Um, so for, pregnancy, labor, and delivery, people use essential oils uh, to help uh, for calmness and relaxation, uh, to help fight depression, and also combat physical discomfort and pain. Um, so those are some, some reasons people might use essential oils during pregnancy, labor, and birth, and just normal life. But we are here talking about those specific things. Yes. Um, I really like, so I want to jump right in. We're going to talk like about calming and helping like focus um mom help keep things focused in if we are in um labor and birth and transitioning in that to in that period and i mean two ones that come to mind are lavender and chamomile and you've probably honestly heard of these as far as like having teas as well you know you always think of chamomile tea um <clears throat> like an herbal tea but lavender and chamomile, you can use to diffuse. We'll talk a little bit too. You can um, use lavender even topically on some washcloths and that sort of thing. But um, that's safe to use during pregnancy. And you can uh, use both of those for calm and focus. Yeah. And another great use for chamomile is to do a warm compress uh, for postpartum, um, for cramping, uh, to do a put dilute. Uh, some chamomile oil with, you know, carrier oil onto your abdomen, onto your lower abdomen, and then do a warm compress. And that can help with some of those after pains. 
Yes. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, labor and birth can be um, an extended period of time. And so <laughs> we can run low on energy. Um, so you can increase energy during labor potentially by using peppermint oil. So you can inhale it. You can even put it like on a cotton ball. Now it can be pretty, it, peppermint can be pretty intense. So yes. just do be careful with it. <laughs> um, I know whenever I have diffused peppermint, I'm like, hello, my sinuses mm-hmm. are awake, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I like that though, but you can put it on a washcloth. It can be used as a compress. Um, you can diffuse it, just that energy aspect um, of it as well. Yeah, I like to take in when, so as uh, I'm a birth doula, and so when I'm in person with someone during labor, I like to take uh, peppermint and put a couple drops in a cold bucket of water, and then I put a washcloth in that bucket and then wring out the water. So now I have a cold washcloth with a little bit of peppermint on it from the water, and I'll wave that in front of them. And so you get a cooling effect and you get an energizing effect, and most birthing people just love it that sounds so invigorating <laughs> like that's what i think of the peppermint is invigorating yeah yeah um yeah. now i have read um that peppermint can decrease the breathing rate of sensitive babies so not using past eight centimeters just being right. mindful of if you're diffusing in the room maybe we just use it on that washcloth you know so that scent doesn't have to linger and stay in the room so just things to look at there yes um now pain relief during um birth one lavender again and we talked about you know aromatically for helping calm and focus but um you can have like a crock pot just on a real low setting full of like lots of washcloths and just mm-hmm. maybe 15 to 20 drops of the oil and then you can just wring out those washcloths and put on the belly during contractions mm-hmm. so you just keep cycling through those so that is one way to help um calm and focus but also relieve some pain. Yeah. Lavender is like the most universal, easily used, most tolerated essential oil. It's one of my favorites that I carry in my doula bag and I use on myself and my kids. Um, And you can also take that warm washcloth and put it like on the lower back as well. If you're having like some back labor pains um, and that can also provide some relief. And then I think we know also some other ones that might be good for pain relief would be um, rose um, which is safe, I guess, for just during delivery, but not to be used during pregnancy. And then clary sage, which is also good for during delivery, but not pregnancy. Um, it can help relieve pain and it can also help stimulate contractions, which we've talked about that one a little bit. Yeah. And I think the big thing when we say not necessarily safe for pregnancy is that, um, with, especially with like clary sage and some of those oils, they're you know, looking back at herbalism and the herbs that are used, it's just another way to use those plants. Um, It can kind of induce some labor and get things going and started. And so for early on in pregnancy, we don't necessarily need those things happening, you know, so early. So those are some of the um, the main concerns as far as uh, why we're saying, okay, if we're in that labor and birthing process, yeah, these can can help kind of get some things going. Frankincense is another good one. This one's good. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of safe yep. during pregnancy. But again, you can rub on the back. You can rub on the abdomen. That one has such a different, um, a different smell. I actually like to diffuse that one with lemon sometimes. Mm. And it's a good, I don't know. I just, I feel very i don't know i feel very focused with it so sometimes i'll i'll diffuse that in the house when the kids are running crazy and i'm like (laughs) yeah that one's versatile (laughs) for sure um Um, yeah rose and frankincense again during transition and labor so you can you're thinking about different times 
in that labor and birthing process, you can apply those like lavender. So with the washcloths and that type of thing. Yeah. I mean, transition is one of the most intense parts of labor, probably next to pushing um, where you're making that final transition to 10 centimeters, um, usually from eight to 10 centimeters can be really intense. You can feel sort of like unhinged and, and like, you know, losing control a little bit, like a little bit wanting to maybe, or a lot wanting to give up or, you know, Mm -hmm. wanting it to be over, but that's just, you're right on the cusp of the end. Um, And so rose and frankincense can really help uh, balance that time. And we talked about Clary Sage a minute ago, but um, sometimes uh, labor can be stalled for lots of different reasons. And um, Clary Sage is a good one to kind of maybe like kickstart things again kind of induce some things again. Um, and I think you even mentioned uh, how you can put like a couple drops on each ankle. Yes. And so there's a pressure point too on the inside of like where the inside of your ankle, where the bone is, and then kind of go back towards your ankle. There's like a spot right there. And um, if you take your diluted clary sage and rub it in like real firmly with your thumb, this is really great if you can have a partner or doula do it as well. Cause I mean, Getting to that part might be difficult if you're nine months pregnant and in labor um, to do it yourself, but um, you can, that's a great little kind of like a pressure point and using the essential oil combined can help stimulate uterine contractions. So that's why they recommend doing this once you're, you know, with the care of your provider um, because it can increase the speed of labor. So just to be careful or on the the safe side, uh, you want to make sure and use that once you're with your birth team. Exactly. And same thing with myrrh. Um, you can put a few drops like on a cotton ball to sniff, or you can even, again, dilute it with that carrier oil and put it on the abdomen to help um, kind of speed some things up. But again, if we're looking to to kind of get things going again, if things have been stalled, we need to make sure we've got the birthing people there to support us um, who are going to be there for the birthing process. So yeah. we don't want things to get too crazy. Yes. Um, Back labor, that's a fun one. Um, and again, to this looking at the oils you can use, peppermint again, so invigorating, but it can be diluted and rubbed where that pain is most intense. And I keep thinking of like, oh, if you could use that and do some like some hip compression and stuff, how that would be like amazing. So. Yeah, you could do some counter pressure on the sacrum uh, where you take like mm-hmm. kind of both hands as being the partner or doula and put both hands on top of the sacrum where you've rubbed in some uh, peppermint oil with the with the carrier oil and just press down during contractions. And she's going to get relief in two ways uh, by doing the counter pressure and from the, the peppermint. Um, I mean, peppermint, I'm like, you can rub it on your temples. Um, you can, you know, take a little whiff of it, like to help with pain, like headaches or tension in other ways. Uh, but specifically during labor, you might experience back labor. And so using that peppermint oil in that location could be really helpful and maybe throw in a little hip squeeze um, and some leg massage and she might be feeling all right. Exactly. Um, sometimes that back labor is due to baby positioning. So if they're in um, like a sunny side up position, you know, so it makes sense that using some of those oils, another one, um, so that's where peppermint can be used, um, diluted, rubbed on the low back. And also too, if you have, um, a breech baby, 
If you want to take peppermint oil, you can rub it at the top of the abdomen and kind of like that rainbow shape. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're, if you know, if we've got maybe like a spontaneous breach or baby has flipped in the middle of all the birthing process and things going on. Um, so that's some fun things to think about there. Yeah, that is a fun one for sure. I love peppermint oil. Another yeah. fun trick with peppermint oil is if you can't pee, because sometimes in labor, like making yourself pee is harder. And I'm always telling my clients to empty their bladder so they can make room for the baby to descend. And they're like, I'm trying to pee and I can't pee. And I'll put a few drops of peppermint oil in the toilet <laughs> and the, the, the peppermint, the invigoration of the peppermint oil will like automatically make them pee. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. The peppermint <laughs> even talks to the bladder. I love it. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we've, we, peppermint oil is like, is, is the king here, queen here. <laughs> so universal. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're looking at um, avoiding tearing, there's, um, and if you're wanting to kind of even avoid like episiotomy and that sort of thing, there's things you can do leading up to um, labor and birth. So, um, I know evening primrose oil is one that can be used if we're doing, uh, perineal massage, like a few weeks before delivery, mm-hmm. but you can even add in, um, geranium. I love the smell of geranium and, yes. um, frankincense. So those two together can be used. Um, and you can do that before delivery. Now, also looking at if we're during delivery, you can use geranium again, um, and helichrysum, that's an amazing healing oil, mm-hmm. helichrysum is. And so um, that's another wonderful one to think about and kind of have with you as a just-in-case. Yeah, that's a great way to, and then combine that with like a warm compress for labor and delivery, and that can definitely help the perineum stay in intact. And we mentioned um, the perineal massage and we're not going in depth here on that, but I do think that's worth learning about. It's, um, it's, it's detailed, like the steps to do perineal massage correct to help you prepare for labor and birth and to help the perineum uh, be ready for labor and birth and to help reduce that tearing, uh, risk of tearing or severe tearing. So if you're interested in that and you're like, what is that? It's a whole thing and you can do it during late pregnancy. You can do it with your partner. Um, you can do it yourself, but um, it is worth learning about correct technique. Exactly. I know. So those are um, just some real short, sweet little oils just to have um, like in your birth bag and things to kind of play around with and remember, um, you know, those safety precautions. You know, If you do develop headaches or anything from it, then, you know, stop aromatically using them any skin irritation you can stop using them as well too there's lots of good resources um that we're gonna post in the show notes and um not only some websites and some books but also some research papers that have been have been done as far as um even like aromatherapy and midwifery practice and that type of thing so we'll link all of those in the show notes and don't forget to take all that information and check in with your care provider. Um, yeah, this is a fun little episode just to add some little, some little nuggets um, for like comfort measures during labor and birth. Oh, it's great. It's great. And it's simple and um, it's worth trying. So yeah, thanks for doing this with me and yeah, be sure and check out those resources and stay tuned next week for a new episode.
Thanks for listening to the Aligned Birth Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, screenshot it and tag us on Instagram at aligned underscore birth or leave a rating and review. If you don't want to miss our newest episodes, be sure to tap the subscribe button. Your support is greatly appreciated. As always, we strive to bring you lots of information because knowledge is power and applied knowledge is empowerment. Thanks again for being here and see you next week.